Hi everyone, welcome to Authentic City with Lise. And if you're joining us for the first time, I hope you like what you hear and you stick around. And if you are returning, welcome back and thank you so much. Today we are going to be talking about food for the soul, literally, which is our diet. So we are just going to be diving straight into how we really are what we eat. So without any further ado, let's get straight into it. You are what you eat. That phrase has become so cliched in our lives that it starts to feel like the truth behind it has lost value. When in actual fact, it is literally true. You are what you eat. Let us look at our skin, for example. Our skin regenerates itself every 24 to 42 days, meaning that it literally uses the nutrients in which we consume in order to renew its cells. So you literally, your skin becomes what you were eating 28 days ago. It literally becomes your skin. And our skin is the largest organ in our body. So that just is an example to reemphasize how we literally are, what we eat. It becomes a part of us. It becomes our cells, our body, our our nutrients, the chemicals that fuel us and our digestion and, and the whole processes that we don't even see. But we need the fuel that we find in food to actually navigate the whole process. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So, you know, so often I feel like when we think about food, our mind automatically diverts to egotistic food consumption patterns. And what I mean by that is that, you know, the moment somebody mentions food, it's natural to think, hmm, what is my favorite dessert? What do I feel like right now? What did I have last night? You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that line of thinking. But I really do believe that it is slightly flawed. And I'm just going to explain what I mean by that in the next second. If you're not tuning in for the first time, you'll realize that I refer to my notes app a lot. So this is a topic that is very dear to me and that I'm very passionate about, clearly. And this is something that I've been pondering for literally years And this note, I say this because when I searched this note and I saw the date, I was like, oh, this has been on my mind for a while, actually. So this note is from the 20th of November, 2019. So it's from three years ago. And it reads, I was, I was literally rambling. So every time I think about something, I just unramble my mind and I, and I type it somewhere for, for those of you who are just listening for the first time background story. So (laughs) I digress. The note reads, I stand corrected, but I think human beings eat a lot with their ego. It's always I want, I'm craving for, I feel like. It's hardly ever my body needs. Notice how animals don't possess intellect, no ego, and yet they naturally gravitate towards whatever fuels their body. End of note. So um, just to elaborate on what I meant by that is that essentially food was meant to sustain us and not to entertain us. 
And I say entertain because it can end up serving as a distraction, which is why there are people who are addicted to food, literally. So if we want to get religious or spiritual about it, it is these unmonitored patterns and intentions behind our eating habits and our drinking habits that lead us to sins such as gluttony and debauchery. But that is not a topic for today, but it is also a very important topic just revolving around why we eat, what we eat, how we consume it, what is the intention behind our consumption. And yeah, a lot of... If I may refer to scripture, um, in Genesis 1, after God has created the earth, the world, and he has created human beings in his image, on verse in verse 29, he says, I have provided all kinds of fruit and grain for you to eat. And that is just like just a little bit of insight to say, I've created you. And now here's what you will need to fuel and sustain yourselves. And I was thinking the other day that there's so much intelligence, knowledge and healing that God has purposely placed for us in food. And he has naturally prepared that food for us. And he knows what we need to fuel our bodies. But as a society and just over time, because also when you look at ancient people, they were very connected to nature. They knew what they needed to eat. They knew the herbs they needed to heal themselves. And over time with technology and all this civilization, it's so good for us, but also it's just like, hmm, now you can have fake fruit. You can eat seedless fake fruit. You have fake vegetables. It's so crazy. It's, it's demonic almost. Anyway, but I wanted to say as a society, we just choose choose to ignore all this intelligence and all this healing and all this knowledge that has been placed for us and we can only find it if we if we indulge in food that was naturally meant for us you know what I mean and not even like to be a strict type of on a type of strict diet but just to be conscious as to what you choose to eat and how you choose to eat it and I just wanted to say, like, for me, it's like almost owning a Mercedes Benz and then ignoring the people at Mercedes who made it when they tell you what the car needs. And you're just like, nah, I'm not going to listen to you. And they're like, bro, we made it. We we know what it needs. Here's what it needs. You know what I mean? Okay, I digress. <laughs> bro, just think of how many of our health problems just as a society and as a species, how many of those problems can actually be directly linked and traced back to our diet, just strictly our diet. And I don't even want to include other lifestyle habits because everything is a ripple effect of everything else. You know what I mean? But just just looking at food, which is our, our topic today, it's just so crazy that our solution is in the food. Our solution is in the food. All this medicine is in the food. You know what I mean? And even just fuel, even if you are feeling healthy and you just, there are things that you want to do there. There are ways you can manipulate your body via what you consume. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to make one last example. Take, for example, gut health, right? According to Healthline, it can be linked to a strong immune system, heart health, 
brain health, improved mood, healthy sleep, effective digestion, and potential prevention of some cancers. Just to further elaborate on the point I was trying to make. So this goes to show us that food really goes way beyond our physical desires. It's about sustaining the body and not succumbing to the body. It is about sustaining what we need, which is this vehicle, ensuring that it is strong and healthy enough to maintain us while we navigate the things of the spirit in this physical realm. When we take care of our body in return, it takes care of us so that we can pay more attention to our spiritual and our mental states because our physical states is is, is at ease. You know what I mean? I really hope that you guys found this pleasant, informative, enlightening. I hope it didn't offend anyone. <laughs> but thank you so much for listening up until this point and... We'll meet again on the next episode, which I promise is going to be soon. Enjoy the rest of your day, the rest of your week. May God bless you and peace be unto you, actually, family. Goodbye.